0: Paul Bloodworth looks after the internationals for Racing of Victoria. He's been doing it for a little while now. And Paul, um, we saw the Melbourne Cup favourite of band work at Flemington today. Were you happy with what you saw?
1: Yeah, I think you had to be happy with that. I, mean, I don't, don't think they were here to break any records today, but it's kind of similar to what he does at Werribee sort of every third day. Uh, pretty strong work over about a mile and a half, so... Uh, the ground was nice out there. Dave was very happy with the uh, amount of water that Liam O'Keefe had put on the track, which was great. Uh, and, yeah, I think I think they'd be happy with it, and Absurd worked really well as well.
0: Yeah, we've had a few of the internationals arrive here, and they've started favourite and haven't really got the job done. How would you compare Vorban to recent international horses that are at the top of the market for the Cup? He's he's a little bit of
1: a hard horse to get a handle on. Uh, clearly, he was a very good jumper uh in Ireland and and England before he went flat racing earlier this year was very impressive at Royal Ascot in a non-black type race and then you know won very impressively in a group three in Ireland beating a horse called Valiant King that day who ran well in the Caulfield Cup so I think that's probably the good line for him that uh he pretty much took care of Valiant King pretty easily uh, and he's run well in the Caulfield Cup. So he's a little bit of a hard horse to get a line on. But from what you've seen, and he's only had a small amount of runs on the flat and he's won nearly all of them, uh, I think you're going to see a pretty good horse on Cup Day.
0: Willie Mullins is a legend of world racing. And he's done it all on over the jumps and on the flat as well. So when did he realise, oh, I think I might have a Melbourne Cup horse here?
1: Well, I go to England and Ireland every year for the July Cup and then go to Ireland after the July Cup. Uh, and so last year in July, Willie flagged this horse as his Cups okay. horse. So he said, we're going to go jumping again at Cheltenham uh, next year uh, in March, and then we'll, then he'll be our Cups horse. And after he ran at Cheltenham this year, I texted Willie and said, is he still our man? And he came back with just a range of <laughs> cup emojis. Yeah. So, um, so it's been a bit of a long-range plan for them. Uh, they've always known he had a bit of speed on the flat, so it'll be pretty good if it uh, comes together.
0: And Ryan Moore, the the world's best jockey, will arrive here at Flemington to take the ride, which is a major plus because he's he's one jockey that's proven it doesn't matter what jurisdiction he's in, he he gets the job done.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and he's coming straight from the Breeders' Cup as well, so yeah. I think he arrives uh, on the Sunday or the Monday before the cup. Ah, uh, yeah, he's got he's got the best jockey in his world in the world uh, on him. Uh, Knows him well, ridden him in his last two starts. Had great success for Willie in the past as well. So, uh, yeah, I think he's got the right combination there. One of the great trainers of the world and one of the great jockeys.
0: So we saw him on pace. He's been dominating races up front. He's got the stable mate of Serb that we saw in the E-ball that was on pace as well when Frankie rode. So do you think Willie will be trying to make this a real staying contest with his two gallopers come Tuesday?
1: I think so, yeah. I mean, I think probably their preference wouldn't be necessarily to lead. It's very hard to lead all the way in a Melbourne Cup. You don't see it happen very often. Uh, I think they'd probably like a little bit of speed on if they could, but I get the sense that if there's no speed, they'll make it a true staying test, I don't think they'll be wanting to sort of hang around and and let it become a sit sprint, because that probably wouldn't suit them. They're probably not horses that have a massive turn of foot. They're just going to be able to run really quick sectionals for a long time, uh, and that'll hold them in good stead, I'd imagine.
0: At the top of the markets, the former... Um, oh, outside of Vorban, it's the the gallopers like without a fight the Caulfield Cup winner and also of course Gold Trip. So they're both former internationals that we've seen plenty of in this country. But then you get a horse like a Breakdown that you've seen a lot in in Werribee, the Japanese but How much improvement are they telling you that he's made from Caulfield?
1: Yeah, I mean I think uh, his run at Caulfield you could put down to maybe him netting the run. You know he hadn't raced for a little while. Uh, their clear aim had been the Melbourne Cup as their main target while they're here, and he's got good staying form in Japan. The horse that actually beat him uh, two starts ago, a horse called Justin Pallas, who's probably the best stayer in Japan, ran second to Equinox on the weekend in the Tenno show 2,000 metres. So it's really strong form. I mean, I think he's got to make up a couple of lengths, you know, he's sort of his last couple of hundred metres there at Caulfield showed that he probably needed the run. So I'd expect him to come out of the run and run really well. I mean, Japanese horses just, uh, their form is world-class around the world, so I'd be surprised if he didn't run well.
0: And we saw a Romantic Warrior prove a few lengths after his first up run in Australia, so... Um, that might be the case for breakdown he could be dangerous out of the internationals for the Melbourne Cup you're one two three to put you on the spot
1: Oh, uh, well for me it's clearly voban he's he's clearly the top seed I mean I'm not telling anyone anything they don't know his favorite at the top of the market and has been for a while Uh, the good thing about him is Willie's been here before and he knows the type of horse that he needs to win. And I know the guys, Max Dynamite, ran a place in a couple of Melbourne Cups and I know they think he's, he's a better horse than Max Dynamite. So I think he's definitely the one to beat. Uh, I think Valiant King
0: is, has actually come out of his run really well and I know they're still deciding whether they run him in the Melbourne Cup or not. They tell me the work's been too good not to, to run him in the Melbourne Cup, my mail is. Look...
1: Joseph doesn't do lots of like really exceptional work at Wairui. They do sort of slow, steady work each day, and they build it up at the end of each week. Uh, but for me, his coat looks amazing out of the out of the run in the Caulfield Cup, and and I thought he probably was a horse that sat on that hot speed at Caulfield and still stuck around at the end. And he's probably better suited over a longer trip. He'd actually be one that's really well suited if there was any rain around uh, for Melbourne Cup Day. So he'd be my second pick, and um, and I think absurd okay. uh, would be would be my third pick. The e-ball form normally stands up in the Melbourne Cup. We haven't had a horse that's won the e-ball and win the Melbourne Cup, but it's probably not far away from happening given it's now carries ballot exempt, exemption into the Melbourne Cup. So, uh, yeah, I think they'd be my top three at this point.
0: You're an Australian, but you probably love the Internationals winning. You've got the job done with Romantic Warrior, which was great in the Cox Plate, mate. And um, um, we wish the Internationals the best of luck in the Melbourne Cup.
1: Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I spend a lot of time and effort (laughs) getting these horses here. So uh, you kind of feel like you have to cheer them home. You feel like you're part of the team at at most times. Uh, And it was great to see Romantic Warrior uh, run really well last week uh, because it was a big... Big effort by Danny and the owner Peter Lau to bring the horse over here, so really exciting
0: for them and uh, happy for them that they, they got the result that they wanted. Just on that, we are talking about that yesterday on, on, on Giddy Up, so the, he, he was a great winner, Romantic Warrior. He probably wasn't our best winner, but could he be the most important winner for what he could do for our race with the, the his success and his popularity in Asia?
1: Look, I think so. Uh, we haven't had a horse like that come from Hong Kong before, uh, and that's why... You know, it was really important that he ran well, because I think if he'd run poorly, it might have put us back uh, a few lengths. Uh, But I think it is important. I mean, it it won't be something that happens every year. They don't always have that sort of horse in Hong Kong. Um, They don't run a lot of mile and a quarter races in Hong Kong, and and quite often those races, the Hong Kong Cup and the Queen Elizabeth, are won by uh, international horses, not Hong Kong horses, but... I'm very, uh, yeah, I'm very happy that he won and I think it will open the doors for, you know, it's good for Hong Kong trainers to see it's possible to to be done. And, and they accepted the challenge and, and brought the horse and he, and he ran really well. So what's actually also important is he goes back to Hong Kong now and runs well in the Hong Kong Cup. So that will complete the picture for Hong Kong trainers, I think, in future if they're looking to bring a horse here.
0: Yeah, it was great to see Danny Shumey was so great. I think everybody involved in Australian racing and outside of the game as well, promoting the sport. So, yep, they deserved that victory. They took the punt and they got the job done. Well, thanks for your time here on, on Giddy Up at Flemington. Such a beautiful morning, mate, and... Um, Yep, bring on the Melbourne Cup.
1: Yeah, she's Looking forward to it. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks, Paul.
0: There's Paul Bloodworth there, the international racing manager for Racing Victoria.